We are back with a reading and reflection on the creative act, a way of being, a book by Rick Rubin. I am Serena Hussein. This is Life Vocabulary. We are going to get back into um, the book and area of thought six. This is the very first time that I'm reading it, so I'm doing it live and reflecting with you. So um, enjoy. And uh, if you haven't already subscribed to Life Vocabulary, then please do um, consider it. I like to produce and publish content that's going to really help the reflective creative. Would love to hear from you. So no matter what tools you use to create, the true instrument is you and through you, the universe that surrounds us all comes into focus. Now in the previous area of thought, Rick was talking about, is it better to, better to refer to the author by surname or first name? Rick Rubin? Rubin? Rick? Rick. Um, talking about how for us to sort of receive source um, data, if you like, um, we have to sort of tune in i'm i'm paraphrasing and um he used the sort of imagery of being an instrument and again that's coming up here so no matter what tools you use to create the true instrument is you and through you the universe that surrounds us all comes into focus area of thought six the unseen by conventional definition the purpose of art is to create physical and digital artifacts to fill shelves with pottery books and records though artists generally aren't aware of it that end work is a byproduct of a greater desire we aren't creating to produce or sell material products the act of creation is an attempt to enter a mysterious realm. I talk about the creative flow quite a bit on life vocabulary. A longing to transcend. What we create allows us to share glimpses of an inner landscape, one that is beyond our understanding. Art is our portal to the unseen world. Without the spiritual component, the artist works with a crucial disadvantage. I say the same thing about intellectuals. The spiritual world provides a sense of wonder and a degree of open-mindedness not always found within the confines of science. I'm so in tune with this book. <laughs> The world of reason can be narrow and filled with dead ends. While a spiritual viewpoint is limitless and invites fantastic possibilities, the unseen world is boundless. The word spirituality may not speak to those who dwell chiefly in the intellect or those who equate the word with organised religion. If you prefer to think of spirituality as simply believing in connection, that's fine. If you choose to think of it as believing in magic, that's fine too. 
The things we believe carry a charge, regardless of whether they can be proven or not. The practice of spirituality is a way of looking at a world when you're not alone. There are deeper meanings behind the surface. The energy around you can be harnessed to elevate your work. You are part of something much larger than can be explained. A world of immense possibilities. I find that when we're so identified by our mind and our thoughts and our intellects, we become so shut off to sort of the spontaneous uncertainty and we want to control more, predict more and we are ready to sort of almost debate with serendipity rather than allow serendipity to just happen. Harnessing this energy can be marvellously useful in your creative pursuits. The principle operates on faith, believing and behaving as if it's true. No proof is needed. When you're working on a project, you may notice apparent coincidences appearing more often than randomness allows, almost as if there is another hand guiding yours in a certain direction, as if there is an inner knowing gently informing your movements. Faith allows you to trust the direction without needing to understand it. Because that's what our intellect and our mind always does, doesn't it? It wants to break it down. You say you have an idea, you share it with someone or you try to yourself sort of get really strategic about it. And if you do share it with somebody or even with your own strategic mind, it's you kind of take the sort of spontaneity out of it. You take the randomness, the then the source out of it because you try and be the all-seeing all-doing factor in the process so you don't really get to reside in the creative flow pay particular attention to the moments that take your breath away a beautiful sunset an unusual eye color a moving piece of music the elegant design of a complex machine. If a piece of work, a fragment of consciousness or an element of nature is somehow allowing us to access something bigger, that is its spiritual component made manifest. It awards us a glimpse of the unseen. I need to reread that, I do apologise. If a piece of work, a fragment of consciousness or an element of nature is somehow allowing us to access something bigger that is its spiritual component made manifest it awards us a glimpse of the unseen and this is this is probably why i love creatives so much because they are willing to reside in that space and to be open to it they're not so fixed they're not quick to calculate and decipher and define they are very happy to sort of be in that sort of space of unknowing and surrender and it's quite a beautiful state of being and it 
allows for more of you to surface not just the persona the part that you've constructed but parts of you that perhaps you have almost I would say smothered um Mm, I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't already subscribed, please do. Um, There's more on the way and uh, I'll see you in the next one.